What's going on, guys? Welcome to the Real Men Podcast, where we talk everything Brookwood sports. I'm Jackson. I'm John. And I'm Dylan. And today we're talking about Brookwood going into tomorrow's game against Huey Town. How are you guys feeling? I'm tired, I'm man. About it. <laughs> I'm tired. I've been working all day. <laughs> um, I'm excited for tomorrow, though. I think Huey Town's going to be a really big game for them. Not only not only confidence wise, not only playoff wise, but it's gonna it's gonna be a great reminder of where Brookwood's at and where we can truly make improvement. You know, I I've noticed I've noticed a ton of positives this year, right? From um whole I noticed a ton of positives from West Blockton, but obviously you know Holt was kind of like pulling the wool over our eyes. It was a sense of like, oh well, here's everything we did good. We didn't do a lot bad, and we went into Blockton. And we showed a lot. We showed where we needed help at. You know, the uh, physicality not only up front but on the entire team has got to continue getting better. Uh, the blocking has to con- has to continue getting better. You know, not only from line but from receivers, running backs as well. Uh, the playbook still has to keep getting diversified. The uh, confidence needs to keep being built, especially behind that quarterback. Uh, I think you know the more and more you trust your quarterback, the better a position you'll be in. Um, and I think this is a this is a true, re- a true week to really, you know, just <coughs> – sorry about that. <laughs> it's a good week to um, really hone in on our game plan, play it to the best of our ability, and see where improvement needs to be made. All right. Hayden, you got any thoughts? I, do, I do agree with that as well. And one major reason, major reason I think this game will be will be a very, very high impact game for the morale of this team, is because this team is obviously one of tough, one of Brookwood's most toughest teams we've had on our schedule ever. And you know, if for us to if we can go in there and execute everything well, and and just do everything that we, that needs to be done on the field. And if we pull off a win, I really think, and, it bring, and it's on what Dylan said, it will, in my opinion, it will bring up the morale of the team and, you know, show everyone that, hey, this is not the same Brookwood you've seen years and years ago or just year ago, a year ago. And it just, that's like I said, it just, I like how if, if we come out there and fix the minor mistakes that were done in the previous game, and we can pull off a win. It'll. I feel like it'll really increase the morale and show everyone that Brookwood is not the same as it used to be. I fully agree with most of that. But the one thing I don't agree with is I'm going to say something a little controversial, but I don't think Hueytown is going to be our toughest opponent. Oh, that's gonna I'm going to go, I'm gonna go ahead and say it. I think Hillcrest is more tough, but we're going to get to that whenever we face Hillcrest. Well, I mean, yeah. they're, very, they're, very, they're very similar teams, really. Um, Hueytown, okay, but here's here's where I'm gonna say the difference between the two is. Well, I, I let, let's right now. Hueytown is zero and two against two very very good football teams, but Hillcrest is two and zero against two really really good football teams. Both and of those they teams went they out. Faced, of, both of those teams came out. Of, hold on. Okay, sorry. <laughs> Our team came out of state to play Hillcrest. I think it was from Florida, maybe. It was, yeah, they it, was the, uh, it was a it was a Florida uh, state championship team. I can't remember what region, but uh, yeah, they were a state championship uh, in Florida last year. 
know, they came up, and it was a very close game, but Hillcrest came out on top. Ethan Crawford leading that offense. It was pre- it was a pretty good football game. And I think that he is one of those deciding factors on that team. Now, going back to Hueytown, they, of course, they faced their former they, – they just replayed the state championship. Played Chalkville versus Hueytown again. But that game was a lot different. It was 42 to 8, the final score. Clay Chalkville again on top. And it was it was just looked like a completely different ball game. It looked like Hueytown was just a completely different team out there. And I think if Brookwood just manages to play their game to the best of their ability, they don't worry about what color their jersey is. They don't worry about how the other team looks and how different they are in terms of physicality. We I think we can get on top. Because Brookwood always we we always find a way to in those ways of adversity we always can find a way to. Well, now here's my thing, right? <clears throat> Obviously, I'm a Brookwood fan. I'm a huge advocate for Brookwood, but at the same time, I, I I like to say I'm not biased and I'm I'm a realist. The chances of winning this game are very low. It is. It's it's a it's a. I mean, not even very low. It's a right. low chance we win this game. Hueytown has an amazing, amazing, just amazing team. Amazing program. There's no question about it, right? I mean, you can say, like, we can put as much faith as we want into Brookwood, and I have a lot of faith in them. But Hueytown, I think, is more it's, – it's not necessarily looking – obviously, we're looking for the win. Every game we play, we're looking for the win. I think this is more going to be a game that we're looking for what we can truly work on rather than what we can, you know, what we can pull away, like, win-wise. Yeah. Hueytown and Hillcrest are both extremely, going kind of what you said, Hillcrest and Hueytown are both very comparable, in a sense. I think if you want to put one over the other, Hueytown is a absolutely physically dominant team. I think, you know, they're going to they're gonna win, they're going to win up front against most teams. Um, they're going to hit you in the mouth. They're going to knock you out. If they get the chance, they're going to knock you on the dirt. Um, but Hillcrest does little things better. I think their passing is a lot better. I think their uh, their discipline's way better. Um, obviously, there's a lot of controversy behind uh, Hueytown's quarterback. But, um, you know, it's it's kind of just who you ask. I think both are extremely, extremely tough matchups. Like, I don't think there's really a set. I mean, you, you said you, you think, you know, Hillcrest is going to be tougher. I don't think there's a set one that's tougher. Hueytown embarrassed us last year. There was no fighting chance in that game we played last year. I sat on the sidelines and I watched it. They just dominated us in every front. Simply, they dominated us, right? Yeah. With, with Hillcrest, we had a fighting chance for a little bit, which is why I say if we do pull a win out of either, I've always, always said that the, the upset will come from Hillcrest. We will beat Hillcrest. I do not think we'll beat Hueytown. I'm not um, saying there isn't a chance. Thing. It's a very small one, though. What's your thoughts? Fun fact about Hueytown, we have never beaten them. Uh, we are 0 in like 6, I think. 0 in 5, 0 in 6, one of the two. We have never beaten Hueytown. And if there was a year for us to do it, this could be the year. And like Dylan said, if there Wait. was going to be a team, it could be Hillcrest. Yes, I agree. We had a fighting chance to get Hillcrest until that fumbled punt, and then everything got screwed up. Last year with Hueytown, it was a was a mess. I, mean, I, I was going to say, we also, we also beat Bryant for the first time this year. I want to say our we, JV team did, and then we got close oh, to it on our varsity. Yeah, that game was a heartbreaker. I remember that. 
So, I mean, it's not like we haven't been breaking trends in the previous years. You know, I, I, mean, I, get, yeah, I could be wrong. I could be very wrong. Berkwood, I feel like Berkwood's always the underdog when the team just looks slightly better. We always are, like, underdogs. And I think that's what makes us, I guess, better fighters whenever we show out. And that's what makes the story even better. What if Brookwood and what if Brookwood goes out tomorrow and they destroy Hueytown? Let's put it in a hypothetical sense and we destroy them. What? How much media is going to be on Brookwood? How much attention is going to be on them if Brookwood just goes out and drops a fifty burger on Hueytown? A lot, right? Especially with the history that that team has. To I mean, exactly. They had crab legs at quarterback at one point, right? <laughs> so I'm yeah, saying still living off of James money. <laughs> I'm just saying, if Brookwood shows out tomorrow in just any way possible, even if they don't win and even if the game's close, Brookwood went out there and they fought and they fought and they gave it their all, win or loss, if they just go out there and they put forth the effort, it'll well, show. And that, that's my thing. I'm not necessarily – like, I think what you're perceiving of me saying is that I'm saying that this team is a bad matchup for us. This team is a dream matchup for us in the sense that the players have done really well. The players have done well for themselves, and we're doing really good. We're, we're finding and, the positives about our team. This is going to be a great week to find our negatives. We couldn't have asked for a better start to the season, my, in my personal opinion. Holt was a beautiful first week. We found our positives. We found our building stones. And then we go into two tough matchups, one being a win. One being a possible win, possible loss, right? Yeah. But going against Hueytown so early is such a positive for us that I don't. I, I think I want to stress. Um. Again, even in a loss, going against this Hueytown team teaches us so much. Like it teaches us something that you know is very, very important for the rest of our season. That's gonna be our negatives. That's gonna be our huge negatives. We're gonna find our. We're gonna find our big issues this season. Yeah. Like we're gonna find it in this game. If that's we went all like we're going to find them. That's why I still will always go back to this, and that's the thing that Bramlett said, that quote, is the Holt game was the game we wanted. The West Blockton game was the game we needed. To me, this game is the one that will prove to everyone whether or not we've learned enough to be able to, and done well enough, to go in and challenge ourselves against a very high-ranked team. Right. And you know, for it's us, it's definitely to, a proven game for Brookwood. Yeah, this is yeah. like y'all have won twice. Let's go. Let's see, let's see you put it. Let's see you put it up against possibly one of the best teams in Alabama high school football. Exactly. Hey, you're gonna, you got yeah, any more? Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. <laughs> that's kind of you're good. That's kind of all I really had to say, to be honest. Okay. Um, um, can I bring up? Can I, I bring think, up something yeah. real quick? I'd like to um just personally, and then I know for. I'll speak for all you know a lot of the Brookwood community and a lot of uh, coaches and other players. I'd like to congratulate a lot of the players on getting noticed. What what was the what was the website that everyone's getting noticed on? Uh, it's news scoreboard, I think scoreboard news. Something yeah, like that. it's something like that. But a lot of our players have been getting nominated and voted on in t- you know top players in Alabama polls. Will, uh, Mister you know Big Will Sanders, I think has been. You said voted. Top four O line in Alabama. When I last checked, he was number four in votes. Um, he was and number then, three at one point, but he was number four last I checked. Yep, and then obviously Otis Sims has been getting votes for wide receiver. 
And then you said who else was getting votes? Timothy Barron. Oh, yep, Timbo Barron at tight end. Don't worry. There will definitely be more broken players. Let's just let's just wait on it. I, I am excited to see who else will pop up. And now uh, I'm happy that we brought that up just so early so we can get that. Just get that away so we can get back into the needy greedy, if I would like to say it. Um, Brookwood, what if you were to put in a final score prediction or a score prediction, what do you think it, the game's going to be? I got my answer, but I want to hear what you all say. Um, that's honestly kind that's of a, tough, to be fair. That's a tough one. I'll go, um... I'll go 27-19, Hueytown wins. Ooh. Yes, that's fair. I'm more or less... Ooh, I noticed... Tough. Oh, go ahead, sorry. I was gonna, I was gonna kind of get my reasoning there. Oh, you can't go ahead. <laughs> I'm still I think, thinking of what I'm wanting to say. I think... <clears throat> Lord. I think we'll pull the, the uh... The early lead, and I think we'll kind of hold on to that until like the like the third quarter. It'll kind of be tied up fourteen fourteen, and then it'll start or uh, not fourteen fourteen, not fourteen thirteen. I think then it'll kind of start being like a back and forth situation where you know one team scores, other team scores, and then Hueytown takes the the late lead. Um, I noticed I noticed issues on the special team side of things. Obviously, Logan's gonna Logan's continuing to get better and better throughout the season. Yeah, but I mean, obviously, he had he had a couple of kicking issues in the first week, which is to, which is to be expected. You know, it's your first week kicking in like a real game sense, and obviously, you're getting the nervous jitters out. He kicked perfect against West Blockton, which helped us to win the game, absolutely clutch. However, I did notice more issues in just like kick accuracy in the game against Holt. I noticed a lot of times. The uh the special teams line was letting letting the kick nearly be blocked. People were rushing off the edge with pure speed, and we just weren't getting hands on them. Right? Obviously, that goes back to the physicality thing that I brought up earlier. But we're letting we're letting people you know rush off the edge and nearly like block the kick, and obviously that could that can be disastrous. If it's blocked, that's a point lost, right? Or or it can be a point scored for that, right? So, I think. You know, it, it, I think it's going to come down to that. I think it's going to come down to that special team and keeping the game, like, really, really close. Um, I think Logan misses one kick, and then the other one's blocked. And I think that leads to a 19. And then I think Huey Town misses a kick, 27. Oh. My prediction is honestly, and it's, to me, I'm going to be honest with you, I'm going to go with, I'd say, 28-24. Solely because I feel like the defense against Huey Town if played well and, you know, fixes the mistakes that, uh, and you know, works and plays well, I could see them holding off enough to where it isn't a major high-scoring game. Okay, um, real quick question. Sorry to interrupt, but you said 20-24, but you didn't say who won or lost. Uh, that was Mamie. 24 Town. Okay. Oh, you think it's Yeah. I, and it's but it's like I said, it's mainly I think the defense is yeah, to me is competitive enough to keep um Cubie Town out of like the thirty point range, but I don't th- see them being strong enough to at least hold them out long for us to at least get the lead. And mainly, it come for me. I feel like the offense compared to how we played previously, 
I feel like the offense will actually – I feel like they'll actually do better in my opinion. I feel like they'll kind of step up a lot better because I just feel like – I hope they got another mind that, you know – you know, that you can't just slack off and let the defense do everything because that, you know, I know that I know that me, I know that term that, you know, defenses win championships, but nowadays not all the time. Yeah. Um, before I give mine, I want to read off BHS Panther Analyst or a thing on Instagram that I've been. I, I love these guys. These guys give a good breakdown. Their score prediction is 30 to 26 Brookwood on top. And the reasoning is a pregame breakdown by them. Hewitown's offense so far this season has been unproven to somewhat unreliable, and Brookwood is currently allowing one of the lowest points per game in the state. It's easily the toughest challenge yet so far, but I truly think that the Panthers can advance to a 3-0 and for the first time since 2013. Right. And, um, again, I, I do, I think there's a fighting chance. I think, you know, Brookwood has definitely a chance to come out on top, but, um, you know, I, the only the only reason I think we keep it close, rather than Huey Town kind of blowing us out like per usual, we have been extremely safe with the ball this year. I don't think there's any question behind that. Oh, um, yeah. I think if if I'm counting correctly, we've only allowed two turnovers. Yeah, and that uh, was, I think, yeah. Uh, yeah, I think oh, we only allowed two. Yeah, I could be very wrong. There could have been a fumble somewhere in there that I'm not. Okay, I'm, but I know I, I know quarterback wise. Quarterback-wise, oh, we, yeah. we absolutely have taken care of the ball. And I say that because we've only thrown one pick at Holt. We threw one pick at West Blockton, and that was it. One for each unless, quarterback. Yep, unless I'm forgetting one from Kobe. At, no, uh, no you, you got it. Yep. So I think, you know, last year, last year, obviously, turnovers were a huge issue. Snaps were low. You know, we weren't holding on to the ball on runs. We we kind of we kind of carelessly threw the ball in the air. Um, this year we played extremely smart. We've held onto the ball. We've held possession time, and we've been we you know we've been safe with it. I think we continue to win that turnover battle. We'll keep a fighting chance. Maybe get a win. If we regress, and we go back to where we were back in uh twenty twenty one, I think Huey Town will continue their um continue their streak against us and they'll they'll blow us out. However, I think Kobe and Jacob are smarter players than that. I think, you know, BB's done great at snapping. I've only seen a couple bad snaps from him. I think, you know, we we really only amount to um probably a turnover or two this game. If I um I'm gonna give mine early go ahead. Let's hear it. BHS Panther and they they they're pretty good and we, we talked. They're not gonna Unfortunately, for the people who want to know, they're not going to reveal who they are yet until the time comes. But when they said they do, they'd be so down to come on. That'd be awesome. But my prediction, I don't think it's going to be a low-scoring game. I think this is going to be the high, one of the highest-scoring games in Brookwood this year. And I think the final score is going to be 40-38, to 38, Panthers on top. I think it's going to, come, it's going to be a shootout. Early on, I think first quarter is going to be where the most of the points are scored. I don't think that Huey Town is going to be ready for the explosiveness that Brookwood has. I don't think Brookwood is going to be ready for the explosiveness that Huey Town has. One thing that I do agree with is Huey Town is very unreliable when it comes to some situations. So, yes, it will affect them later on, but I think early on we're going to get caught lacking and we're going to get beat for a touchdown or it's going to be a run. 
then Brookwood's going to strike back with either Otis or K1 just being just being the power back that he is. Like, you know, I think it could come from special teams. Our special team, like, that's one of our best parts this year. And we, we, we compliment him all the time. We we could have another kick return. We didn't, did we have a kick return last year? I don't think there were. Um, I think I'm out of We had kick returns and not touchdowns, though. Yeah, we, we never had a kick return touchdown last year. I think this could be a game where we could get one. You know? Um, but, yeah, I think 40-38, Berkeley comes out on top, and I think it's a very, very close shootout. I think that would be awesome. Well, and I think another thing that really goes into this game is how did the coaches and players, you know, improve on prepping the players injury-wise for this week? Obviously, we saw a lot of players go down with exhaustion last week. We only yeah. I don't I don't think we I don't think we saw anybody go down with like a, like a real injury. No. But however, no. Otis, Will, and Kawan were all taken out. Or I guess Kawan was taken out for cramps, but it kind of goes along the same thing. Otis, Kawan, and uh, Will, three absolute key players to our success went out with exhaustion. Yeah. And obviously as BB said in the previous episode, I think, you know, the O-line coach has definitely taken precautions to keep their players going. How do you think the other coaches, you know, really played into that and made that a part of this week's, you know, training to really you know, keep their bodies healthy, keep their bodies going during game and during practice? One thing I want to say about that is, Again, that game was very humid. Uh, everybody that I've seen has talked about that game was one of the hottest games that they've played. But, again, I'm going to tie into words of BB. He said that you just got to be prepared for that. That's something that you're going to have to face. And it could be from the hottest game to the coldest game. You just got to be ready to fight. They said they had pickle juice on the sideline, ready to go. And that's – coaches, you can't really prepare. I don't – now, going back to you, I don't think you can prepare for that. I don't yeah, think you can prepare to be – Injuries In are always just situation. random, and you don't really know when they're going to happen. So, I mean, it is really – I agree with that. It is really kind of hard to predict when someone's going to get taken out for an injury, a cramp. You don't really know the severity of it either, too. But you can prepare for the way that a player can deal with it. You can't – prepare versus dealing. A player can deal with it a whole lot differently than – I get. I don't know. What, Obviously, what coming from to. someone who's injured a lot, it's like you posting your story at night about how you were injured again. Yeah, um, <laughs> that's a different situation. That's not heat exhaustion. Um, I don't think this game's going to be nearly as bad. So I don't think as many players are going to go down with like cramps or something like that. But I think that this game will definitely be a testament to if we've gotten better from next last week in terms of how players will be disciplined, and I think. I well, think there will be a lot of substitutions. I think there will definitely be a lot of substitutions. Well, so actually, here's my here's my prediction on that. Right, I think actually it's going to be the complete the the complete opposite. I think we're really really, you know, we we made a lot of jokes back and forth with the um. Obviously, we like to talk a little talk a little smack to uh, other players, um, and especially you know, Jackson went back and forth with with a uh, West Blockton player, who uh, got <clears throat> got mad. Kind of, they went back and forth. He was arguing with the barstool account that Blockton had, um, Don't and he the the Blockton account talked about how we were relying on one player, and I think, although I I hate to call him right, I think this this game really is going to rely on those key players. Otis has to play the entire game. 
Kawan has to play the entire game. Will has to play the entire game. Ethan has okay. to continue to play entire games. Um, and I think Huey Town's going to realize this, and Huey Town's really going to go hard at those starters. So, I mean, God forbid one of them go down. These backups have to be ready to play at the level that we lost. If Will goes down, Zeke Tucker has to be ready to step in and play at Will's level. Really These players work. are not going to stop hitting us in the mouth. They're not going to stop going full motor at us every single play. If we're not ready for that, we're going to lose the game. I think that... And, go ahead, um, sorry. With, with the blocks and saying we relied on one player, and it, it's something that kind of does like kind of piss me off. Because they would, they would say we all rely. Swear we rely on Will Sanders. And well, I can name every player on that football team that contributed to that win. Like somebody, like for example, I can just name off a few. That's not some of the top guys that you mentioned. You know, Timothy Barron. No, no, I get you. I get you. Great guy, Max Williams making. Yes, he had that one bad play, but every he was all over the place. No, that I, number I, I said he played amazing last game. I, I thought he played awesome. I yeah, thought he I said set up players play a, really well to make plays. Uh, I don't know who number 30 is for Brookwood, but I do know. I've, if that's Barney, if that's Barney, then yeah, Barney played well. Um, then at our corners, you know, we got beat once, but besides that, our corners played very, very well. I like that uh, Jacob Joyner uh, – is playing very well whenever Otis goes down. You know, he's that substitute cornerback to give Otis a break, and he comes in, he plays very well. Andrew House just being the complete dog that he is at safety really does help. Great ball hawk. That's my word for him, ball hawk. Two games, two picks. Agree with all that about, like, you know, so with, you know, sometimes being an individual player, but, or relying on a certain player, but to me, you can you can rely on a certain player, but I feel like you know the player can't constantly do everything by himself. I mean, you've got to have other people assist him and you know help him. That's why I love the sport. That's why I love the football so um, much. Is but go ahead. I'm gonna let you go ahead. Well, no. So I was I was kind of gonna kind of build off that. Um, you can continue your thought later, but I I do kind of agree with you there. I think a lot of players really go unnoticed on our team. Because we're looking at the main stars. Like, for, for instance, I still personally think he's the best player on the team. And this doesn't denote from how good he is. Ethan Reed, amazing player. Deserves all the all their credit in the world, right? Um, I think in that blocking game, he finished the plays. And a lot of players set him up there. I think a lot of players put him in the position to make those plays. And that's what a teammate does. Um, and like you said, I, I think, uh, you know, the team really worked well together there. I think the edges in the D-line set Ethan up to make a ton of plays at Blockton, which is why we hear his name so much. Obviously, you know, he's going to finish those plays, and that's extremely impressive. But I think a lot of players really set him up in those positions to make those plays. Yeah. Um, one other player that I don't think gets a lot of credit, but he does good when K1 gets tired. You know, TJ, you know, he was suspected to be the starter. And K1 just comes in, he just is a tank. And when CJ does come in, he's running for like 30 yards and just bowling people over and just doing everything that he can to take over where K1 left on. He does a very good job with it. 
And I was going to say that is something we brought up last week. The depth, the depth is beautiful on the team, and I think it's only gotten better. Yeah. You know, I think we really, really kind of, and and not not to really denote from the players that played last season, but I think a lot of the starters probably could have been swapped out for players that were listed as backups. I'm not going to name names because I, in realistic, right? I think everyone played their role really well, and obviously last year was kind of just a you know. A disappointing year for us, especially us as seniors. Um, but right. you know, it's it's uh, they there were a couple starters I think that realistically should have been swapped out more, maybe in a sense. Uh, and in that sense, given the given the young you know the young standouts that are now standing out now, uh, the the chance to really shine earlier because we're seeing a lot of players who can um play at the level if not better than some of the seniors last year. Yeah, and I I did want I almost forgot to bring this up. It did happen in a middle school game, but I do want to say um Oh my god, you and that middle school team. Uh no 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 not not the not our middle school team. The middle school game uh the other night, congratulations, uh, they went twenty eight to nothing against Sipsy Valley. Oh okay, I got you. Unfortunate injury to number thirty three. Prayers up to him. I don't know what exactly happened, but I think he like broke uh, his Something. I think uh, I think I found uh, I think he broke his femur is what they said. Very unfortunate. That's a bad injury, and I, I just want to say prayers up to him. You know, great. He's got, he's got time though. He'll 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 recover and then bounce back. Do you want to call? Just do want to compliment a player? Uh, Wesley Patton played a very 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 good football to game at quarterback. And them Pattons. Yeah, they're dogs. <laughs> it's just generation after generation of good player. Honor. Micah. Yeah, Micah. will be good. But we'll see. We'll see how they do. Um, um so I do to... I do wanna I do wanna bring this up real quick. Um we you know we talk a lot of positives about the team, right? And uh, you know, we bring up a couple negatives. Um I think a big negative is that we have almost a crisis in confidence, in a sense. I think a lot of the yeah. players are really starting to let their guard down. Maybe not all, but from from what I've heard from you know players and uh, you know just I guess I guess just players really from from players who who are you know pretty high ranked in the team. They've mentioned how practice has gotten. I don't I don't know what word he used, but in in the sense he was saying practice has gotten lazier. Obviously, I haven't been at the practices. I wouldn't know. But f- coming from a player on the team, he said that practices have downgraded from what they were before week one and two. And I think that's a step back. For the players, <laughs> never stop the motor. You know, we're 0-2. Or, or, we're 2-0. and Those games don't matter, for one. They're in the past now. <clears throat> and two, they're not region games yet. Those are pure rivalry games. Those are emotional games. Those are games to fill our schedule. We're getting into the nitty gritty now. These are games we have to win. Like these are games we want if we want postseason chance. And if we don't continue to practice how we practice before week one or before week two, we're gonna regress. Simply, the physicality is gonna regret, uh, regress. Uh, the you know the player development's gonna regress. 
And I think that's that's a really big step back. And I think, you know, if any players are listening, please keep coaching your players up. Coach your teammates up. Go hard at practice. I mean, it's it's the season isn't over. You can slow down at practice when the season's over. Because there will be no practice. Um don't stop practicing like it's real game until we're, you know, we finish our final game. Like it, there's no there's no reason to slow down now. We have the momentum, yes. We have the confidence, yes. But we need to keep practicing hard. We need to we need to not slow down and let our guard down. These next couple weeks are going to be pretty difficult on us, and if we kind of just let it slip by, it's it, it's going to be pretty disastrous. And then we're going to have a you know we're going to take our confidence you know down a bunch of levels again. Which lowers morale, which lowers expectations, and then it, it, we just fall in the same rut again that we fall every year. We slow down, and it's like, oh, same old Brookwood, we're done. But this year has really been a year where we're like trying to prove it different, right? Yeah, I, I agree in, with that. Demolished I, I agree with that because this, you know, and that goes on what you said about like morale getting low at the end of the season. Oh, it's same yeah. old Brookwood, you know, we're gonna lose. You know, this year to me will prove that then that to where other teams and us alone, the name doesn't answer who we are. The name does not tell you how we're going to play and everything like that. I believe that this is a year for Brookwood to be like, hey, that B no longer stands for losing every other game and being a horrible, uh, a bad franchise or a bad school. This year, that B is going to stand for this team is progressing, willing to progress fights through adversity and is not willing to sit in the corner and just weep until the season's over. I mean, yeah, my know, turn. for the player, I was going to say for Bramlett. the players. Okay, sorry. I, I want you to do that in a second, but here's something that I need, I think needs to be said about Coach Bramblett. When he came here, many people expected him to bring Brookwood to a 10-0 his very first year. That's not. That was not his goal. His goal was to rebuild this program into what it is now, Please and he has done a damn fine job with it. Stop Coach swearing. Bramlett, his first – I don't care. Coach Bramblett went 3-7 and seven year one, okay? Wasn't bad, especially because of the amount of crap he got. We don't yes. talk about that 11th grade year because of the, um, the amount of struggles we had. Last year was a pretty good year to bounce back off of. This year is a great year for Brookwood. Bramblett is showing everything he is putting all of his stuff into now. We're getting a new stadium. We have new jerseys coming in. We have new facilities. All this stuff's coming to Brookwood. He is bringing the change that he was put here to do, and I am so happy that it's happening now. These players, will, the future players of Brookwood, the players in middle school, the players in elementary school, some of the players now, they will get to experience the success that this year's Brookwood team will build off of, and I just can't wait to see it. Well, yes, but that, that, that goes along with, you know, Brookwood has to keep progressing. I yeah. think, you know, there's, yeah. there's no reason to slow down now. If we want a bright future for, for, for our little siblings, you know, cousins, uh, friends, you know, if we want a bright future for the rest of our, you know, our stars, Kawan, obviously he has, you know, another four years here, pretty much, if you count this one. Um, you know, I, I know a lot of teammates want the best for him. 
uh, a lot of, you know, I'm sure Micah wants the best for his little brother. And if we don't continue to make Brookwood, a, you know, a, a team to be, you know, reckoned with, and we regress and we go back to that, oh, it's just old Brookwood. I mean, it's like, what's the point? You know, I don't, I don't see why we wouldn't want to put the change in now. Now is the year. Now, like this year is truly the year for Brooklyn to be like, we're here. We're ready to go now. Took us a oh, while, yeah, but we're, we're ready to go. So I think right, we you beat Newtown. We're ready to play De La Salle. Yeah. I'm scared. So yeah, let's play. <laughs> let's play. Let's play Gordo. I'm not. Put, I'm not scared. Let's play Thompson. I'm down. Oh, let's go get dude. Let's go no. play Hoover. Let's go get revenge on Scrubs. I'm I'm calling out some people that I saw on Facebook. Let me tell you something, Dylan. I after we beat he hold fifty nine to two, everybody's like, We want Thompson. No, we don't. We don't know it. No, no. we don't. Um I but don't no, want no, like I'm I'm being I'm being for real here, right? Yeah. Brookwood, like this year is a f- perfect year. We're set up to ride this year and put Brookwood back on the map. Like, I mean, you know, we haven't been on the map since, what, 2011? Last May playoffs? Well, actually, no, it was 2014. Yeah, 2014. 2014 May playoffs? Yep. So, yeah, I mean, this this year we're, we're finally bringing Brookwood back. And yep. if we, you know, uh, again, for any players listening or any, you know, players' parents, players' siblings, continue, continue, please continue to coach your teammates, to go hard at practice, put everything in the game, you know, put go do everything you can. This year is a beautiful start, and I want to continue seeing progression. Like, for You're real. Right. I, like, we're, we're, we're finally bringing the hype back to Brooklyn. We're bringing the fear factor back to Brooklyn. If we let it slip now, then, you know, it, it can end in pretty bad things. The that's season ain't done until that. The season ain't done until that final whistle's blown, and that's always the way I look at things like that. Yep, we are. We are getting to the time where it did podcast about it. Uh, yep. and for the night, if you have any closing remarks, because I mean, no, I do have um, one. Yep, go ahead. But um, tomorrow night, play y'all's game again. Any player listening, you just play your game. Don't worry about that scoreboard is what the coaches say all the time, but they I'm telling you, don't worry about it. To the seniors, make the moments the best that you can because you who are gonna remember them for the rest of your life. Oh my god, we're not getting sappy yet. Get you are gonna remember that you're gonna remember that play where you knocked that helmet off that player on the sideline. You're gonna remember scoring still, that touchdown. I still, oh, I still remember. Was it was it that game or was it um was it Northridge? Where, although we were losing, we found the time to get excited for for a uh, Demi Northridge. Not Demi, not Demi. Uh, uh, Carson Northridge. Was it was it Northridge? I was gonna say Northridge. even in the time of losing, we still found time to just get so excited at uh Carson leaving someone's ankles on the field. Put your mouthpiece in. Put, yeah, put your mouthpiece in. All right, I'll bring that up whenever the game rolls around. But again, just play your game. It's it's going to stick with you. I still remember Dipsy last year. I still remember the emotions of that. Just, again, you got it. Y'all got it. Go out there and kill um, Just keep your head up high and play in the moment because you still got a lot more to fight. So you just – Yeah, y'all's season ain't over yet. Y'all are, y'all are just at week three. Let's finish it out. I mean, fin- finish this game and then go into next week. 
Okay. With an even with higher motor, whether a win or loss, go with a higher motor, practice harder, mm-hmm. play harder, train harder, and hit the weight room maybe an extra day that week. Go find a local gym and hit the, hit the weight room. Every, every little bit helps. My um, favorite – here's a quote that I don't think a lot of people use, but this is a quote that y'all need to start using. Play like you've never won. Practice like you've never lost. Yes. You want to practice to like you or flip it around. I, I just flip it around for a second. Play like you've never won and practice like you never. You know what I mean? <laughs> I think I messed it up. It don't matter. It, it gets the same message across. Just play hard. And if you don't, you're going to see what the result is in the end of the game. Um, yeah, for sure. I want I want to quickly I want to I want to go ahead and like make a thanks to everyone still listening to the podcast. Yeah. Um, I want to I want to thank everyone who continues to promote and you know get new new people to come around to the podcast, get new people introduced. Because of y'all's support, we've been able to move into places I didn't expect to go. You know, when Jackson brought up the podcast, I, I, I'm not gonna lie, I kind of joked around with him. I'm like, oh, cool. Brookwood football podcast, it's going to get, like, five listeners. And then, you know, he shows me the statistics. We're getting, like, 70 downloads an episode, which, you know, for major podcasts, they'll they'll snuff at that. But, like, for us, little little homegrown, you know, football boys and then Hayden, um, (laughs) it's, it's, it's insane. We've been approached by local Brookwood businesses. Um, We've been approached by production teams in Brookwood. And I want to... Thank everyone, and I want to ask to continue your support. Um, and you know, just just keep sharing it, man. The more we get it shared, the bigger opportunities we have, the better content we can put out for you. We got big, we have big things planned. Uh, and you know, it's you know, look out for a future episode with you know the Big B himself, Mister uh, Coach Bramblett. Yes, sir. <laughs> we got we got that in the workings, and we're hoping to bring it to you soon. The details are being closed in now, but um, we're looking to bring that to you guys very, very soon. Um, yes. If you have any players that you would like to feature on the podcast or you know, maybe talk about in the podcast, there are a lot of things I still want to bring up, um, a lot of players to talk about, uh, a lot of underrated players that I want to talk about in a future episode, um, players to rank, you know what I mean? So yeah. if you guys have any ideas of who you want to bring on, or who do you think would be a great addition? Uh, let us know. You can follow us on uh, Instagram at the uh, or at Real Men Podcast Official. That is our official Instagram page. We'll be posting episode reminders and teasers to upcoming guests and episodes. Um, we also have a that, Facebook group as well. Do we have a Facebook group. Yes, yep. it was created recently. <clears throat> Shout that one out. I'm not sure what it is. I don't have Facebook. It, it it's Real Men Podcast on Facebook. I, yeah. I'm the owner of it, so I'll I'll send something up tonight whenever I post this, or tomorrow whenever I do. Probably tomorrow morning because I'm tired. Anyways, uh, any other closing remarks from you guys? Nope, not tonight. Nothing else I want to say. All Again, right. Well, play. <laughs> Practice play. like you've never lost. Play like you've never won. I got gotcha. you. Play your hearts out and just 
That's all I really gotta say. Is just play your heart. We repeated the same thing from like two minutes ago. There we go. Yes, sir. Wait, let's just run it back. <laughs> Thank you guys. Thank you guys for listening to this episode of the Real Men Podcast.